ever wondered how some Etsy sellers' sales just seem to skyrocket during the holidays and you feel like your shop is still stuck and you need a boost, today we're going to be learning about the secrets of leveraging seasonal opportunities and capitalizing on emerging trends for your shop success. Welcome to Digitally Purpose, the podcast. I'm Bailey, a top 0.1% Etsy seller, coach, and mompreneur. Learn how my digital shops made over half a million dollars in just six months, all by working smarter, not harder. Get ready for transparent advice and Etsy secrets, digital products, and print-on-demand business strategies. Together, we'll maximize your time for profitable online business success. Welcome to episode number five of Digitally Purpose, the podcast. I'm super excited to have you back here again today as we dive into the world of seasonal opportunities and trends to boost your sales on Etsy. We're going to be going over consumer psychology, learning strategies for crafting seasonally resonant products, and discovering the importance and the how-to of staying attuned to market trends. Let's go ahead and get started. In today's episode, I'll be sharing the impact of seasons and trends on Etsy success through personal stories and insights. We will look at strategies for aligning products with trends, and hopefully you'll be able to gain some actionable tips for planning, launching, and then optimizing those seasonal product lines on Etsy while still maintaining a balance between evergreen and seasonal offerings. So with my first year of selling digital products on Etsy, I was a little late to understanding the seasonal game of Etsy digital products and how early you are actually supposed to have them listed. For whatever reason, I thought that listing a Christmas digital design was fine to do with just a three days before the actual holiday, and I expected it to actually sell. As you can imagine, I had zero results with that, and I decided to look at other industries and really start to research when they were actually listing those seasonal products. And the first seasonal design that I actually had success with was a St. Patrick's Day design. And I wasn't even sure that this was something that my market or my audience wanted because I had zero experience selling to them directly, but I decided it would be a good idea since a lot of the print-on-demand creators were listing their St. Patrick's Day designs in December and early January. So the more and more that I thought about it and the more customers that I got, I quickly realized that coming from a buyer's perspective, um, which my customer is usually selling these items or making them as gifts for people either interested in the holiday or in the season, whatever it may be, is that especially if they are going to be selling this themselves, they are going to need a lot of time. So that is why you will see an uptick in search, whether you're using a tool like Everbee or E-Rank with your keyword researching, 
that you'll see typically the search for very specific holidays begin about three months before the actual holiday. This is why you'll notice in an example of my own shop, immediately after the 4th of July, I will begin heavily focusing on the next biggest holiday that my shop tends to see, which is Halloween, even though it is literally over four months in advance. This also totally helps the algorithm be able to rank your products. As we all know, it generally takes Etsy anywhere from a minimum of 30 to even 90 days to fully understand what a listing is and who to show it to, especially if you are not running any paid advertising. So in those first beginning few months, I also very much realized that I needed to be focusing 50% of my time on whatever the upcoming holiday was within the next three months, as well as the other 50% focusing on products that are evergreen that would continue to sell year round. And after I started creating both types of products, each with equal amounts of time, my shop started to see a very high growth rate um, just because people were either buying something that was seasonal or related to an upcoming holiday. And then there were ample amounts of products of evergreen designs that they would usually pick up one or two of at the same time. So this is all just going back to creating what's in demand as far as evergreen that is usually highly searched that you find within a keyword research tool or something that you find on Etsy, and then balancing it with some seasonal products that might have an uptick in search um, at the specific time each year. If you are looking to be more organized and follow an exact plan, be sure to check out my digital product business planner and calendar. This will be linked down in the episode description. And this is exactly my process of what I do every single day um, and how I run my Etsy shop in two and a half hours, if not less. It also includes when I design for certain holidays and a lot of other useful and helpful information if you are in the design categories of digital products on Etsy. So another big reason that seasonal products are super important to incorporate into your shop is that consumer behavior of the typical Etsy customer that you're seeing. Um, because an upcoming holiday is fastly approaching and there's a deadline between someone being able to purchase something either as a gift or if they are buying a digital design to make something themselves, they are um, kind of given a sense of urgency to make that purchase, which is why you'll see a lot um, of sales around very typical holiday seasons. Usually the main ones being things like Halloween and Christmas. Um, the other big ones in the summer for my shop are the 4th of July, Mother's Day, Easter, Father's Day, I really, really struggle to think of a holiday where I don't see a significant increase in sales with products that are, of course, related to that season or that holiday. A lot of shops also seem to stray away from seasonal products because 
They think that they are not going to get sales year around on them, so they avoid them in general. And this uh, couldn't be further from the truth just from the experience I've seen in my own shop. Um, Christmas designs for me actually sell year round. So I think um, with a little bit less competition with the people who just think that they're not going to sell um, and they have to have every single holiday and season up, it kind of deters some sellers giving the digital product sellers that end up creating seasonal products um, somewhat of an advantage. So when you are ready to start adding seasonal or holiday products to your shop, the next thing to do is do your market research and actually identify the trends for the upcoming um, holiday or the season. And there are lots of ways to go about doing this. You can do this just on the Etsy platform alone. I also like to visit things like the Target website, things like Amazon and AliExpress, because those types of platforms usually will see the trend before Etsy, um, as just the platform is usually just a little bit behind on whatever the current or the emerging trends are. The other thing I like to do is to scroll through TikTok and Instagram, and I do have a lot of accounts saved of influencer type accounts, and they will also usually be well ahead of the curve. And so you can take those trend ideas and cross combine them or cross niche them with say your Christmas design or your Halloween design or whatever the upcoming holiday is. A perfect example of this for the past year would be like the Western retro trend that we all saw so heavily on Etsy and combining that with your Christmas design and your Halloween design like we all saw with the Western ghosts or the um, Sheriff Western type Santa in lots of different designs. So while I'm looking at different other platforms for designed trend ideas to be able to incorporate into the season or the holiday, I also like to use either Kittle's um, quote AI generator or a you can also use a tool like ChatGPT to come up with new trending different types of sayings for your designs. With the Etsy platform um, continually to get more competitive, buyers seem to choose the designs that have the same quotes or sayings that we've been seeing across a niche um, from, from the seller that usually has the most amount of sales and the most amount of reviews because they're obviously ranking higher than a new seller. And the way to get around this is just to simply bring something new to the table. So I'll often type in something like, give me a 10 new or 10 trendy sayings for a t-shirt design that are sarcastic about Christmas, winter snowflakes, or whatever it might be. And um, it will usually do a very good job of providing me with at least three or four um, funny or whatever the niche might be. It might not be funny, um, but it will give me at least three to four usable quotes that are actually I haven't seen. I'll usually go and do a quick check to see if um, someone else is kind of doing the same thing. And it's very rare that I've seen anyone coming up with new and unique sayings themselves, unless they're just kind of ahead of the curve 
and are a bigger seller that does this. And I really do just think at this point in the game, um, especially in a design space on Etsy, like SVGs, PNGs, Tumblr wraps, um, in the creative design space, the way to get ahead is to bring some type of creativity and innovation to your products to hopefully stand out from the sea that is on the marketplace of just repeats and copycats and the same designs just with, a, or the same quotes and saying just with a different design trend. So you'll be able to get ahead much further if you take into consideration whatever the new trends are and then combine it with something new if you are doing a quote or saying if it works for your type of digital product. So what I really recommend is just getting a calendar or even like a Google Doc or an Excel sheet that you can keep track of it and to plan out the entire year's worth of different season and holidays that you plan on offering products for. You're then going to want to back that up by two to three months, depending on how fast or so you are or how dedicated or how much time you are able to commit to this so that you have ample time to actually plan and then create those types of designs so that they're listed well ahead in advance. Once again, two to three months. If you want to just go ahead and skip this, then do feel free to check out my calendar as it really, really will help you in staying organized. People also really, really get excited with the launch of new seasonal products. So if you are building your social media or your email list, you can totally let them know and provide them with sneak peeks, even if they're not ready to be listed, just to build that anticipation and excitement. You're also going to totally want to use some type of keyword research tool to check out the different types of seasonal SEO because it really does change. And you'll type in something like Christmas or Halloween, for example, and you're going to get a ton of different combinations for your keywords. So do make sure that you are optimizing those product listings with seasonal SEO. So now moving on from the seasonal products, I just want to touch on the evergreen side of products and also incorporating whatever the current trends are that you're seeing in your space. So um, last year when I was really, really building my store, of course, I did seem to see that certain dog designs were continually selling. So I was a few months later, I went ahead and did a different round of all types of dog designs with a new trend that had popped up and those types of products saw immediate success. So going back to always looking at what is currently trending in the design space, you're also just wanting to go ahead and save that in your mind for your evergreen products as well because we all know as soon as Christmas um, ends, then all of the Christmas rush is going to stop and you're going to want to have a lot of different products or designs within your shop that are evergreen that people are going to be searching for anyway. So for example, um, if you are happen to be in the Tumblr space or PNG or SVG space, 
Things that are constantly going to get searched are things like dog designs um, or birthday designs, specific occasions that happen year round, like anniversaries, or even things within like occupations as a niche because someone is always searching for a teacher design if they have a friend or a relative who recently graduated and became a teacher. So really just focus on trying to always be doing some type of trend analysis, whether it is on another platform or it's on a social media platform, and think of how you can be applying that to both your evergreen products and then upcoming seasonal products, and you'll be good to go as far as ideas because a trend is always right around the corner. It seems like new ones pop up every two to three months. Some of them are much bigger than others, like the retro and groovy thing, the Western things. And some of them are a little bit um, not as viral, um, but they also have way less competition. You just have to learn how to identify them. And usually if you see them across a few platforms or social medias, um, you're pretty much uh, good to go because um, if you're seeing it pop up on several different types of platforms, that's how you know um, it is a trend because it's showing up all over the place. I think one of the biggest um, important things to know about Etsy um, in general, but more specifically in the creative design space. So once again, if you are in this space of SVGs and PNGs and Tumblr wraps and digital papers, anything within the crafting supply niche, you are going to want to be able to focus on being adaptable. Just because you have 4,000 listings in your shop like I do, it doesn't mean that I can just step back and not focus on adding new trending design styles because with anything within this space, um, they're going to want something new with every holiday, with any occasion. They want a new twist on all of the occupation designs. Um, it's just a never-ending cycle of new trends that pop up and just being able to recreate them effectively with whatever that new style is. I think this works also um, if you are in like a printable or a template category or even something like digital planners because the same digital planners that sold last year are not going to be just as popular this year. Um, they're going to be heavily influenced by, again, whatever the new design styles and trends are of the year, or if like a new type of digital planner popped up, it kind of just goes back to me. It really does affect every different type of digital product category, just like it does within the print-on-demand space. Um, and that's why I highly steer clear away from using the term passive. And once you get a certain amount up and built, then it's over because it's going to change um, the next year or within the next couple months if something new really comes up and it ends up being a viral trend. So as we wrap up this exploration, leveraging seasonal opportunities and trends on Etsy, I just want to really emphasize um, that we all remember that the key to sustained success lies in adapting to the ever-changing dynamics of the marketplace. And some of these crucial strategies are just really understanding 
um, how to actually craft products that are in demand, that are in line with seasonal demand as well, and really focusing on being able to spot new and emerging trends within your niche and then apply them both to your evergreen products as well as those seasonal products. If you are eager to deepen your understanding of trending products, be sure to check out some of my content and resources related to seasonal shifts and market trends, and these links will be placed down in the episode description. So hopefully with these learnings, it's time to actually apply them to your Etsy shop and seize whatever the upcoming seasonal opportunities are and adapt them to the current market trends. And I really think that they will help you propel your journey to Etsy success much quicker. That wraps up what I had prepared for this episode. I want to thank you again for joining me. And if you enjoyed and found value in today's episode, please take a moment to share this podcast and don't forget to rate and review it on your favorite podcast platform. To ensure that you don't miss any upcoming episodes, just remember to subscribe and then you'll receive those notifications whenever a new episode is released. I will see you all in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to Digitally Purpose, the podcast. Now it's your turn to put what you've learned into action. Don't miss our free resource, the top 25 digital products to sell online for 2023 and where to create them. Download it today at digitallypurposed.com and unleash your online business potential. See you in the next episode.